Blog Talk Radio. Good morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting live from the studio of eloquenceonline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Before we get started here, if you'll permit me just a quick personal side note, I've got to send out a big happy 5-0, happy 50th birthday to my best friend of all time, Scott Cooley, Esquire, attorney at law up in Lampasas, Texas, Republic thereof. Uh, 50 years, I've known him for almost all of them, about 40 of them. And Scott, I just want to tell you three quick things on your birthday. Number one, your grandmother, Betty, changed the trajectory of my life. Number two, your dad was cooler than Tom Selleck back in the 80s. Yes, the uh, Magnum PI version, Tom Selleck, Magnum PI, everyone's cooler than the new one. And number three, the smartest guy I ever knew, which is saying a lot considering I know myself. So have a great, happy birthday, 50 years upon big blue marble, many blessings on you and yours and many, many more. All right. Today, the name of the episode is The Power of Performers, Employee, Team Member, Partner, Staff Member, Human Resource, Exempt, Non-Exempt, Salaried, Non-Salaried, Hourly. I, I couldn't find a synonym for an employee that was talking about performer. If you want to put on a great, great live performance, then you need to hire performers. And so today we're going to talk about the difference between uh, getting fooled once in an interview, which has happened to everybody, but he comes in and puts on a great one-time audition. Then they stop being the person they were in the interview. And when that happens, they've broken the social contract, and the best thing you can do is send them work someplace else. And of course, it wouldn't be our favorite banking show without a Wells Fargo update. The Wells Fargo wagon! The Wells Fargo wagon! Oh, the Wells Fargo wagon and the calling down the street. Oh, please let it be for me. Oh, oh, the Wells Fargo wagon is a coming down the street. I wish, I wish I knew what it could be. I got a box of maple sugar on my birthday. In March, I got a great mad and And once I got some grapefruit from Tampa. Montgomery Ward sent me a bath of and a cross. Well, that's right. More news today from our good buddies over the $1.9 trillion in assets. Wells Fargo plans to cut up to 10% of its workforce in the next three years. Uh, Wells Fargo plans to lower its employee headcount by 5% to 10% over the next three years. The bank presently has 265,000 employees. See, they won't even use the word 
performers. What about all those um, the top performers that were opening all those phantom and ghost accounts that didn't actually belong to anybody? And you know, honestly, all joking aside, th this is where I feel bad for the honest people at Wells Fargo. Wise, as Dan Berger said in his LinkedIn post about Wells Fargo a couple of weeks ago, culture matters. Because the guys at the very top of Wells Fargo are going to do just fine. But can you imagine going into another banking brand today with your resume and you've got Wells Fargo on it? It is, it is unfortunate, but that scandal has, has colored everybody in that organization. And there are good, honest, and decent people working at Wells Fargo. And now, like I said, you, that shows up on your resume. I'd love to ask some people in human resources, what, what do you think if you see someone's resume come across your desk and it says Wells Fargo? Really unfortunate. And culture does matter. And so we're talking about that today. So you're going to have a bunch of people, 26,000 or so, uh, out there looking for a new job, maybe in the industry that we talk about here on on the, in the banking marketplace. Are you going to hire another employee? Are you looking for performers? I'm going to talk to you about why using music and talent and literal performances are a better strategy in those interviews. Don't get fooled by the person that comes in and pulls off one interview because nobody interviews this way. No one says, hi, yes, I'm, I'm Jason former Bitcoin specialist at Wells Fargo, and I was a top performer in the fake account opening business. Uh, and oh, by the way, I'm going to do a great job for you for the first six months. After that, I'm going to come in when I want to. I'm going to sow division and dissension at work uh, by spreading gossip and getting involved in the personal affairs of other people. Nobody interviews that way. I think if you Think about that interview literally as an audition. And I will make that there are certain certain positions at your banking brand that someone's going to be the way in the back, information technology. You still want to have people in the street to go along with whatever your culture is at your brand. I still think in every discipline, you'll be better off with people who are thoughtful and and capable of putting on a great live performance. But I'm talking about the future contact center, the people that are still uh, meeting and greeting your customers and your clients and your members each and every day as you try to put on the best type of live performance, the kind of performance that leaves the audience wanting more. So we'll talk about this just about, we'll talk about that just a little bit and we'll do it all right after this. That avowed social justice warrior Bruce Springsteen body shaming the fat guy sitting on the little stool. But hey, he's the boss uh, from 1987. Ton of love, and that's a great, great way to get into this conversation. Um, I made up with Bruce Springsteen this week. That was always one of my absolute favorite Bruce Springsteen songs. 
Speaking of Scott Cooley, I used to listen to Born in the USA, the album at, at his dad's house in Park Village um, over and over again, way back in the day. But I did love Ton of Love, but as made no secret here, my support for the president, both during the campaign and since. Of course, Bruce Springsteen was, a, was one of these artists that was very, very visible in supporting Hillary Clinton. And I kind of decided, well, that's it. I'm not going to purchase any more of that music. I'm not going to listen to uh, Born in the USA when I'm working out in the morning or running in the afternoon. And just took off all of those took off all of those songs out of my playlist. Well, this week I came across quite by accident that song, which is, you know, it starts off 1987. It's the latest, it's the latest hit to drop from Debbie Gibson. And then it breaks into that, you know, slow down, break down. And of course, all the great imagery in that song ought to be easy, ought to be simple enough. Man meets when they fall in love, but the road is, the house is haunted and the road gets rough. You got to learn to live with what you can't. Above. Just great, great stuff from one of maybe America's greatest all-time uh, pop artists. Well, now that would be Michael Jackson, but Bruce Springsteen is right up there. But great performers, because they continue to put on that great performance that leave you wanting more, can bring you back to loyalty after the loyalty has been lost. I love a lot of Bruce Springsteen songs, and you know, I let my political stuff kind of get in the way, but now I'm back. Another great performer can do. You can you can scan the Facebook feed of any bank or credit union and see unhappy customers and happy members. How dare you not give me a $25,000 unsecured credit when I work part-time at Wendy's? You're the worst bank in the world. Well, that's silly. But in other cases, well, maybe there was something that was literally the bank's fault. Maybe you had one of those people that fooled you in an interview. And went on to be somebody very, very different five or six months down the road and maybe treat one of your customers, members, or clients very well. And there was a bit of a chasm in between what had been a good relationship and maybe now they took their business elsewhere. Well, again, things change. Maybe that person comes back because they still have a couple of relationships or a couple of accounts with your credit union or your bank and somebody else is there a performer, somebody who comes to work each and every day and thinks of themselves as being on stage. I'm going to try to compel the loyalty of an audience member, even an audience member that has previously left the performance early. I walked out of Top Gun in 1986. I thought, man, that's the stupidest movie I've ever seen. Now I came back because I liked some of the performers were in that movie and gave it a second chance on VHS and ended up enjoying it. So having great performers can help you reestablish loyalty after it's been lost. Another great thing about great performers, they can compel you to like something that you thought you would like. I will I will tell you I can I we've been doing this show since March of 2010. I don't think I've ever rolled a country music bump because I'm not a big fan of country music. But the years, great performers like George Strait and Vince Gill and going retro Patsy Cline and Mary Chapin Carpenter, again, have compelled me to consider something that I never would have considered even as a genre. You know, credit unions say banks are bad. Banks say credit unions are bad. Do you have people in your lobby, in your contact center that can reverse the thinking uh, from somebody that's heard that? 
out in the marketplace? Uh, have you have you hired people that can literally compel the passion and loyalty from someone when maybe they heard, oh, banks are for profit, which makes them bad, or credit unions don't pay their fair share in taxes, that makes them bad. Think about that. Are you hiring performers or just employees, human resources, non-exempt, hourly? Performers leave you wanting more. That is supposed to be the whole point of a great live performance. So when you think about think about some of the you know, I was thinking about Dan Berger earlier on social media this week saying he is not looking forward to the Super Bowl halftime show this year because apparently it features a band that he is not a fan of Maroon Five uh, and he said the only thing to be worse than that would be a halftime show with Coldplay and you know music makes us very very passionate. Performers inspire that kind of passion in a brand and in a band. And as we talked about a couple weeks ago, bands don't break up because of talent. Bands break up because of personalities. Personalities don't mix. The best way is to have a lot of great performers who understand that that live performance each and every day is supposed to elevate the brand. So to elevate the brand, I, I've got it here in the episode description. If you scroll through those pictures, Molly Bell sent out a tweet yesterday. This poor guy, Tim Harrington, is up on the stage talking about disruption. Folks, uh, 2011 called. They want their topic back. How many times do I have to tell you this? You do not talk about disruption. You react to it. And if you, when was the last time CUNA disrupted anything. And this poor guy, it's a, it's, a, it's a low angle shot of this guy up on the stage putting people to sleep literally with the latest PowerPoint uh, session. And the guy in the foreground literally has his head in his hand and looks like he's waiting out death sentence. I mean, I want someone to touch the guy and make sure he's still alive. Somebody got his pulse. I texted Tim and said, hey, why would you let them post this picture, man? Show you your best. He goes, oh, the guy was just enthralled. No, he wasn't. And, you know, if you don't ever want to attend another conference session on disruption, let me make it really, really simple for you. If you want to know what disrupted the banking marketplace, look on your desk, reach into your pocket, check your purse, and find your smartphone. That is what disrupted American and global banking depend upon it. Now, with that said, people are still going to use that smartphone to find your location, to call your location, and to visit your location. I don't expect my, my bank to put on a great live performance every day because most days I simply check my balance in my four-digit pin and boom, everything is good. But I do occasionally have to call them. I always appreciate when I get somebody who is competent, when I get somebody who cares, that when I hang up, I'm going to say to myself, hmm, I'm so glad you're here, leaves me wanting more. The next time you're in an interview, if you're an HR person, if you're in human resources, why not ask somebody, what's your favorite band? A lot of times it's going to be a band maybe you've never heard of. If it's a younger person, and if it, maybe you think, oh, I would never like that kind of music. Like, I, like Drake. I didn't know anything about Drake. I went and listened to some of his music. Some of it's not bad. Some of it's not my thing, but some of it's not bad. The same with Jay-Z. We've got that New York 
bump that we did when we had the young leader from New York on. I, I just Googled New York songs, and Jay-Z was one of the first that came up, and I really enjoyed it. It made it into my exercise and treadmill and uh, work rotation, not forever, but for a little while. And so hire performers. Ask them, hey, what's your favorite movie? What was your favorite scene? Um, what kind of music do you like? And if they mention a, a country music star, maybe push back and say, oh, I country music. Does that person say, well, wait a minute, let me tell you why this band is so good. Or let me tell you why this artist is, is not what you thought about country music or rap or R&B or rock or heavy metal or whatever genre may be. Think about those interviews as an audition and you'll end up with performers, not hourly workers, not part-timers, not staff members. You'll have performers that want to help you and put on the absolute best live performance. And the best live performance is the kind that leaves the audience wanting more. My name is Sinesh. You've been listening to the Power Performance that asked that very question. If your brand were banned, would you leave the audience wanting more? Until next week we speak, I'll talk to you all next week. Take care. Every, every, and that's all, folks. <laughs>